Welcome to another episode of the Love Change Podcast. Today we will be talking about, well, getting stuck in our chairs. Okay, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Uh, we would like to talk about um, speaking up for yourself in, uh, yeah, all kind of contexts, in business context, in uh, private context, in family context. Mm. I find almost that one the most difficult. Because, uh, yeah, over the years, people create what they think who you are and how they treat you and behave with you. Mm. And if you, for yourself, decide at some point that this is not what you want, then you need to, yeah, pull up a lot of energy to overcome this and be like, yeah, maybe all of you are thinking that this is where I'm comfortable with, but actually I'm not. I mm. want to have... I want to be approached differently. I want to, you know, I want everyone to respect my boundaries because actually everyone is walking over them right now. Yeah, that's kind of the, the topic. Big, uh, big energy there. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. If, if you care about change, if you have tried to change something in your life, uh, you might have experienced that... Uh, all the people uh, who knew you uh, as the old you um, not always react uh, the same to the new version of you. So, uh, as you said, addressing your boundaries and it doesn't even have to be like uh, everybody's crossing your boundaries, but just that you became aware of a new boundary or you are changing your boundaries because mm. you would like to approach life and, and, and relationships differently requires you to speak up for yourself. Um, and that's not always comfortable. It's almost never comfortable. No, and it can be small things, it can be big things. But yeah. it uh, might always be surprising how people also react to that. And why you want to talk about that today? Um, I'm learning a lot within my coaching um, that I started what three weeks ago mm -hmm. um, to speak up for myself and uh, I guess if I would have asked before um, people that know me for a long time they would be like oh yeah you're super confident and uh, you know who you are and you really uh, yeah you would draw your line mm -hmm. of uh, what you want and what you don't want mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I have to say I have to disagree in some sense why? And um, because I haven't in many uh, in many areas of my life, I really haven't. I was reflecting today on my work, um, and in many moments, I would not speak up and be like, "It's impossible to achieve. I need more resources to do it, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. We just like swallow it down and be like. Okay, let me go back to my drawing board and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like, of course, you can come back and be like, listen, this is the equation I made and uh, I cannot accomplish that. I usually that person would be like, why didn't you say anything earlier? So then you mm -hmm. come with a whole different uh, approach that is probably not so uh, convincing. Mm -hmm. even though you did your calculations but still it's like i think it's 
it's important to also just um, react. And why didn't you come earlier? This question um, is because a very it's valid. difficult to say. It was difficult to say no and to admit that something is not possible to be done. And why was that difficult? Because that would mean a certain sense of failure, hmm. not accomplishing something, not accomplishing a project or whatever it was. Hmm. But that's just the business life. I think uh, there's also the family life, where in many sense, uh, yeah, people would tell me I should be this, I should be that, etc., etc., and I would be just like I would take it in, and like some part of me would say. No response is also a good response because you gotta pick your battles. Of course. Be like, where do I, where should I put my foot down and be like, hey, listen. But I think it's important in some sense to also really be honest to yourself and be like, maybe it doesn't matter so much, but still, I would just like to say that this is not okay. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think also in many sense in my old relationships, um, I didn't apply that very often. I would be. It would be just easier to walk away from it, or it would be just easier to... I was not spending much time with my ex-boyfriends anyway, so I could kind of avoid those situations. What situation? Than, yeah, if I would be maybe not happy with some behavior, I would, uh, I would pile it up in my list. And then when there would be a fight, then mm. I would probably come up with those things. And mm. that's just a behavior pattern that I'm not I don't want to have for myself why not I don't think that needs an answer <laughs> yeah well, honestly, it, it's, it's a big just, change no yeah but it, why, that, why, why that pattern is not great it's just no, not no, great uh, we're not talking about why it's not great the question is uh, why do you want to change it because I believe it doesn't serve me anymore yeah, okay. It, did it, it ever serve you? In those circumstances, in some sense, it did for my protection mm -hmm. of whatever and really picking my battles because you only have a certain amount of energy where you can speak up in your business life, especially. That's where you really need to be smart with. But right now, I'm just like, I'm really drawing my line and I'm speaking up for who I want to be and that's important hmm. yeah I think what I, why I was asking the last why question has to do with what you were saying before we went on air about the values that you hold high for yourself to be an independent yeah. um, confident a woman but also your sense of freedom um, is diminished if you do not speak up for yourself. Yep, accurate. So that's why I was asking you, why is it important to change that? And you felt like you didn't need to answer it, but I think those are the things no, that you're like missing out on if you don't speak up for yourself. I'm not true to myself. Mm. I cannot represent the woman I want to be. But were you aware speak. of you not being true to yourself in those past examples? No, but I would do the funny exercise. I was really thinking about it earlier and I was like, I would have those big conversations in my head with whomever. Mm -hmm. 
and be like, you know, and some something in me had the conversation. And then I would go and someone would ask me and be like, this is the project. And then I'd be like, okay. Uh, you would like <laughs> practice so, in the mirror yeah. saying no? I would not even like out loud, but just in my head, I would be practicing it. Practicing then, to say no? Mm-hmm. Mm. And be just like having a whole discussion and arguments, etc. You, you were mentally preparing for it? And then <laughs> mentally I was preparing, but then when the question and situation came, came out, I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's funny. Like now I can laugh about it, but in many sense that was... So it was a long process of reaching the point that you are actually not just doing it in your head, but also bringing it into real life. Absolutely. And what has it given you? A lot of freedom, mm-hmm. but also a lot. Uh, um, I really, it makes me feel proud. It makes me feel really stronger to speak up for myself. Mm. It makes me feel like my self-respect, my sense of self-respect is growing when I do that. Okay. Because I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, you spoke up for yourself. And this is according to what your guideline is of who you want to be. Mm. You know? That's powerful. Yeah. Makes me wonder whether it was the other way around before also. That you would look in the mirror and be like beating yourself up for not standing up for yourself. How do you mean? Yeah, like now you look at yourself and like proud of yourself for uh, standing up for the person you want to be and how you want to be treated. And in the past, you couldn't or didn't. And was the internal dialogue uh, strict? Like, ah, look, you again, you don't stand up for yourself. I would almost avoid it. Like to really look in the mirror in the evening and be like, hey, that was not cool that you avoided that conflict. Mm. I would just like literally put it under the carpet. Mm. You know, just avoid it. But it all just like now it all makes sense. Like I was not happy with who I was. Mm. And I was really, there was a gap in how I wanted to show up and how I would show up. And like that gap is something that was tearing me apart. And now I'm more and more closing this gap. Mm. First of all, defining how I want to show up, who I want to be. And then living up to that. And these are whole, like two whole different ball games, lessons, and practices to get there. But still going step mm. by step and doing those things makes you, yeah, makes you really proud, makes you grow, makes you realize that you are true to yourself. It's good. It's nice. It's also a kind of a mystery what inspired the change. It is a mystery what inspired the change. Yeah, like you knew all this, that it would make you feel free, etc. And it's going to be amazing and be proud of yourself. But something enables you to do it instead of just talk about it or think about it. Mm. What is that? I guess sometimes you just need the right circumstances to be able to flourish. Okay. So it's an external thing. If you feel there is space. Yeah. And 
you are ready to step into your shoes. Okay. If those components are given, mm. that's where you can do it. Mm. Okay. Like for my personal, like my private side, I would not care mu enough for my ex-boyfriends to put in the work and effort. Mm. Sounds really mean, but it is true. Reflecting on it, mm. it's exactly that. Here, I have a whole different thing. I'm like, it means a lot to me. Mm. I don't want to be. I don't want to lose myself in it. Mm. But I also don't want to pretend to be someone else that I'm not. Mm. I really care that you see the person I really am, yeah. and you also are part of the process of me becoming that person, mm. same as I am for you. Mm. So there is a lot um, investment that I'm willing to do, mm. and in my work. Yeah, there was also like so many parties involved that you really needed to be smart to pick your battles. And I guess in many sense, I just gave up. You know, like I had a beautiful vision for the collection. But then there was like so much commercial request involved mm -hmm. that you could still like put your pour your heart into the part that was fashion and cool and forget the 80%, but the 80% basically just overruled me. Seeing all the commercial in it and like, for me, drifting away from creating a vision to launch mm. a brand just broke my heart, broke me. Mm. And it also made me freeze, made me just resign and um, just give up on it. You know, so yeah. I think if you have and create the right circumstances for you and you surround yourself with people where you really are willing to invest, mm -hmm. it's a whole different thing. Also, the relationship with my parents was never bad, but also was not good. Mm -hmm. I was actively or I am actively working on it since two or three years to really speak to my parents. And if there is something that annoys me to also say, hey, listen. Leave it be. Leave it with me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to keep you in the loop of my process, but I'm also going to share the end result. Or even, hey, leave it with me. I'm going to share the end result. No. Like my mom would love to tell me every week or tries to tell me every week, yeah, hopefully your brand is going to create enough turnover so you can sustain yourself. And I'm like, leave it with me. Like, mm. it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen within a week or a month. It mm. is an investment that you have to do and put down. But it is something I so strongly believe in, like I have never before. Leave it with me. Mm -hmm. If you want to support me, then have some good words for me. You know, talk to people about it. Mm. Do that. And yeah, really putting down the work to improve my relationships with relationship with my parents ask me to open up and mm. also be honest with my feelings share that and also share all the fears and struggles etc etc and that's how we open up a space to really yeah create way more vulnerability and just yeah a certain area where you can share and also say hey listen that was not cool stop it don't do that mm. 
like mm. the last couple of weeks we had it yeah not much times but i had a couple of times so i was like mom don't like why are you um f like please i'm just gonna mirror what you're saying and this is how it comes across this is how it lands how would that feel for you no and like literally i could not remember my mom apologizing for anything that she would speak out before the next day she sent me a text and she was like give me a call when you can mm. and she was like i want to apologize i understood your point mm. it was not cool and that would not have occurred if you would not speak up for yourself yeah because then i would be just like okay no, no, she would be breathing in my neck for... <laughs> oh, I've seen you before that you hang up the phone with her and then... Uh, then rent. Yeah, rent, yeah. <laughs> rent on her with me. Exactly. Yeah, which is mm. just not what it should be, you know? Yeah. And also, I don't know, she had, a, <laughs> she had a time where she would be breathing in my neck of like, you know, you're turning 30, you should be thinking about kids, etc., etc. Mm. I was completely not in that headspace, but I would just get the fuck annoyed with it. And I was just like, leave it with me. Because I was like the most further away from that I could only be. And I was like, don't you bother with me. But like now I would also be like, hey, listen, like, look what you're creating. You're creating pressure for something that is not even close. What, how does that connect? You know, I would just explain it a different way. But you can only like when you really start to raise your own self-respect, that's where you can also speak up for yourself. Because that also shows people, mm. hey, you're someone respectable. Mm. That's nice. That it's related to self-respect. Yeah, I think it's really intertwined with it. No. Like, when you share things, I have the same feeling like I know how much introspection you are doing before you share something mm. you don't bloop out I don't know <laughs> good uh, assumption I'll take it I think it's I fair spend to say hours introspecting it's not the amount of time you put into that but I think you listen very carefully what is going on in your body and your intuition etc and then you're like, hey, listen, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm annoyed, I'm angry, I'm whatever, you know? And the place this is coming from makes me sit there, stop and listen, because I have a lot of respect for that. Mm. And this is also because you also have respect for yourself and you're like, hey, taking the time to really listen where it's coming from and I'm going to speak up for myself. Yeah, I think it's always a bit of a balance between uh, what is going on in the dynamics that you are involved in. Yeah. And um, I do think the deciding factor in whether you speak up for yourself or not has to do with whether you uh, perceive the situation as something that some place that will accept your opinion and wishes or not like mm -hmm. if you assume that <clears throat> everybody's gonna say no and you're stupid or whatever then you're not so inviting you know but that's something you think mm -hmm. so that perception already makes you maybe bring it out in a aggressive manner or 
or insecure or mm, any type of there is no neutrality in it i think mm -hmm. agree it's if you get handed a menu at a restaurant and you make your order you're just picking something and that is in essence speaking up for yourself your, your choice your desire your wish in yeah. that moment yeah um, I like the comparison. But if you're at a place where you assume that what you want is not on the menu, mm. you know, I remember working at a Chinese restaurant <laughs> and a guy came in asking for spaghetti. <laughs> we don't have spaghetti. And he asked for it. We wanted spaghetti. We don't have spaghetti. It's a Chinese restaurant. Guy's disappointed. And we're like, go to an Italian restaurant. But that's. The metaphor is about people. Like, if you're like, hey, you can't talk to me like this, your boss. So, bossy type pushes you around, super uh, aggressive in his behavior. Mm -hmm. Nobody else stands up to him. So, you think the only thing they serve in this work environment is this guy beating everybody up. Not your favorite pick. Um, Will you ask if there is anything else on the menu? Odds are small that you are able to do it neutrally and like fluidly because there is a hierarchy. Oh, and, yeah, there's a power <laughs> dynamic. Like, <laughs> does there something else come out of you? Um, so yeah, I think for me, the reason why I've always been able to speak up for myself is my problem with authority. Um, I think the best dynamics that show people speaking up for themselves and like almost unlearning it is the parent-child dynamic. Like the child wants to watch more TV. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. It's only six o'clock. Mm -hmm. I want to brush my teeth. Mm -hmm. I want to watch more TV. Child is speaking up for itself very clearly. Parents telling the kid, no, game's over, party's over, you can brush teeth, go to bed. Um, also with the best intentions. Um, in that moment, if you are not able to communicate extensively about, hey man, you'll be able to watch TV tomorrow. Tonight, if you don't go to bed on time, you're going to miss on school. It's bad for you. I'm supposed to be taking care of you. So it's, <laughs> if I allow it, I'm doing a bad thing. Yeah. I'm in trouble. Uh, yeah, so... You're in trouble, I'm in trouble. I think all these examples, uh, at all times, everybody's in some type of way speaking up for themselves. Even the aggressive boss is ventilating his stress on his employees or his whatever uh, baggage he has alongside him. Issues. Yeah, plenty of them, but... I think the difficult part about speaking up for yourself is uh, the moments that you have to uh, admit that you're bleeding and that you can't. So maybe you want something different. That's a different type of energy to express. Like, mm -hmm. no, I don't want this. I want that. Or this is not how you treat me. But uh, to show up and say, hey, Actually, I'm tired or um, can't sleep. Um, my health is suffering. Um, whatever the situation is, it's impacting me. Um, is also 
speaking up for yourself, but then it requires you to show you your yeah, vulnerable side mm. and the part of you that's getting hurt and that's getting upset and um, a lot of times internally we don't label that as speaking up for yourself it's concerned considered uh, showing up weak uh, mm-hmm. not being strong um, just Chicken. yeah just uh, Framing your boundaries as uh, yeah something compromising, you know, and mm-hmm. not not and not empowering. While actually the relief on the other side is yeah, finally I can, I can just let go, I can relax, I can surrender, mm-hmm. and um, I think whatever side of the skill you're on, whether you're very good at speaking up for yourself like the perfect one i believe is like the ultimate curse and blessing the people who are great at speaking up for others and like struggle intensely with speaking up for themselves mm-hmm. um, uh, the, the, the framing of you yourself are also part of the others sometimes helps but self uh, still this this notion of it is an act of self-love if i stand up for myself like i would for my little brother or sister um is is something that we can learn and and grow in Mm. and i disagree with you that it is uh, related to the externalities uh, because uh, i believe that uh, in that sense, we might be victims of our surrounding. If we never are in an environment that allows that, then we will never flourish. Well, I believe, yes, you can definitely change your surrounding and, and externalities. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, in this day and age, if you look outside, sometimes on the news, there are people standing up for themselves. They're rioting, they're protesting. Um, really trying to change their environment. Mm -hmm. So I I think if the urgency of whatever it is that is not aligned with you is high enough for you, then you will uh, stand up for it. I think definitely what you said, it is a matter of not caring enough about it. Like picking your battles and your energy, what is going to come out of it is is very true. Mm -hmm. And exactly that, like it is, this this battle is not important enough for me to engage in. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's what I think is a big part of realizing that every uh, instance where your intuition says A and you decide to say B, mm-hmm. you're betraying yourself in some type of way. And it is fair enough to say, is it worth to mm-hmm. stay true to myself? But yeah, you're flexing a different muscle. It's a bad habit. 
it's 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 well said. yeah it's it's practicing the wrong routine yeah i feel you also just like honestly if you don't speak up for yourself i feel you lose the boundaries of where you're still true to yourself you speak up mm-hmm. and where you're not and you just swallow you know and that makes that bad muscle grow mm-hmm. you just you'll be like it starts to slip You'll be like, ah, no, that was not so important for me. Ah, no, it didn't hurt. Ah, no, it's fine. But it was just yeah, wrong. It starts, maybe starts little. It starts to big. creep, yeah. And this, the same way goes the other way around. If you want to start speaking up for yourself, starting with the little things is easier. I have come from a place that I would bottle it up and then erupt. Uh, so uh, a big journey for me was to... Say it on time. Say it, or say, say it as soon as I notice it. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody steps on your toes, you don't have to wait until they're <laughs> dancing on your feet yeah. to say something about yeah. it. You can just say, hey, that's my toe. That's right there. It's not, it's not killing me. Like I would mm-hmm. wait until the moment that I would feel my existence threatened by what was going on mm-hmm. and then react from that energy like super uh, ready to die mm-hmm. for this battle like i would kick the battle and be like okay now it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and uh, actually that was because i was so uncomfortable with speaking up for myself you know right. um for me the biggest journey in speaking up for myself had to do with uh admitting to myself what my limitations were after my accident Mm -hmm. so that was my my urgency or importance or like i wasn't ready for it Mm -hmm. i wasn't admitting it to myself let Mm -hmm. alone other people yeah that's where you need to start and um, also yeah i guess this this feeling of disappointment you know it is always a buzzkill what exactly for me, like if I have to deal with like, hey, I cannot join on this trip because uh, I'm doing too much. You know, that is mm, me speaking okay. up for myself, saying it's too much. Uh, okay, he's deciding against something that you maybe would like to. Yeah, I would also like to participate in. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like a party pooper in that sense. Yeah. And I, um, I think the other part of it is also this assumptions that you think people expect you to be some type of way. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big portion of that. Uh, for me, uh, um, yeah, just, I think, yeah, you also, st- it's like you stand out from the grain, you know, like, Everybody's walking in one direction and then you're mm-hmm. like, bloop, I'm going this way. And I never had trouble with doing that. I actually identified a big part of my life with being that uh, person that is against the grain or taking another route. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but those were choices. And for me, it became difficult when a whole bunch of those moments weren't related to my choices. Mm-hmm. They were related to something that happened to me that... Um, yeah, I would rather also not speak up for, you know. Yeah. And I think also that is why I still, I sometimes admire, but sometimes also think like the 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 
uh, handicap activists and the people that are like super uh, about uh, everything needs to be accessible, they are speaking up mm -hmm. for accessibility. And I, I admire that. And on, on, on the other side, I'm like, yeah, but it's okay. You know, like there is also the real world where mm -hmm. uh, people are ran over. You need over. to find your way. Yeah, so I think uh, for me, the place where I definitely have found where I want to speak up and use my experience and my message and my story has to do with uh, how we manage our energy. Mm -hmm. And I, I do also believe that if you are not, uh, if you do not have access to energy, if you feel tired or drained, mm -hmm. then also you will not speak up for yourself. You're, you're not in a place to engage. Mm -hmm. you're, you're more likely to disengage or turn the other cheek or just be like, ah, I can't be bothered. It needs a lot energy pull. <clears throat> to be like, hey, listen, yeah. stop everyone here. Yeah. It's yeah. really energetically, it's like, boom, press the stop button. Yeah. And I'm speaking up. So, yeah. That's why I also always say, like, if you want to create change for yourself, you really have to be in sync with how you gather energy mm -hmm. because you are really uh, changing habits, changing patterns. That's part of it communicating with the outer world, speaking up for yourself, you internally speaking up for yourself with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that is what having a lifestyle change, which involves exercise and, and diet is about. You have to tell yourself, we're not doing the Burger King route any longer. Mm -hmm. Self-respect, eh? I want it. No, you can't have it because it's not good for you on the long-term smoking any type of compulsion that you have to deviate from it, you need energy because mm -hmm. uh, it will put you in a different state. And yeah, you, have to you have to adapt to that. That requires energy. And yeah, also just sharing how you feel about these things also requires you. <laughs> I feel like doing all these things. At the first days of change, whatever it is, mm. it's just going to drain you because yeah. it just is working against a habit that you have developed for a long time probably definitely and also your whole environment is going to react differently you know if you yeah. come places people are like hey do you want to drink a coca-cola and you're like no i'm off coca-cola i'm only drinking water mm. like what's going on with you man yeah and that's a very basic example i think <laughs> the biggest uh, the biggest one i see people struggling with is drinking like I haven't drank at parties for such a long time and people are so weirded out by it. <laughs> and then I just share, yeah, it gives my body a lot of nuisance. Doesn't make this party that much more amazing. So <laughs> I'm, it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm just okay with yeah. juice or water and this is yeah, if you look at people in their teens and, and like 20s uh, that is what social pressure is mm -hmm. that you yeah. fail to speak up for yourself in a context where other people are encouraging a certain behavior and if you want to track it back from from people who are like hey slavery is wrong 
or racism is wrong or sexism is wrong all these people are standing up for themselves we have to uh, have a little intermezzo because the post office is at our door as always we're happy that you tuned in we're grateful for your views your likes your comments it's really encouraging to see the podcast grow internationally and uh, people enjoying the content okay. yeah you had a little shopping spree in between yep <laughs> sorry yeah. if someone didn't notice it's all happening in our living room in our living space in our living studio <laughs> so yeah yeah did you have anything else to add to tonight's yeah i think it's also important to like on the quest of uh, discovering for yourself where you're coming from and where you are and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important to uh, look back how you have been brought up, how you have been raised. Because that has a big influence. Like, what I can share for myself, I realized that I have been brought up with you need to have a man by your side, otherwise you're not going to be whole. So I kind of created the situation of always having a boyfriend despite the fact if I would care or not. But I was just like, no one's going to question. No one's going to ask questions because it's just going to look like what I was told you need to mm-hmm. have. And that went for on for a long time until I was like, that's not what I stand for. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever the, yeah, the beliefs were that have been placed in you, they are so deep and so um subconscious that you really have to like today i was really sitting there and i was like i just gotta question everything whatever it is i'm just gonna question Mm. like be curious about it and be like okay this is that but do i really believe that this is what i stand for Mm. and i think that's really a um, very disruptive pattern to do that but it makes you realize a lot and i think it's really worth it that's beautiful on that journey so yeah that's what i have to add it's pretty cool yep. that's it that's it for tonight all right thanks for tuning in everybody thank you so much love change out on speaking up for yourself mm-hmm do speak up for us a little bit as well. If you're watching this on Apple or listening to it, leave a review. Helps us grow in the ranks. And uh, share if uh, you had a enlightenment moment, a learning, whatever it is, and you feel little, this is little tiny little baby one. And if you like, it can reach someone um, that you care for. You would be really, really grateful. Just tag us and uh, yeah, give us a like. Thank you, thank you. Love change out. Thank you, love change out.